Welcome to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. Scientific Healing, a fusion of modern science and ancient healing arts, empowers you to take charge of your life to get healthy no matter what your doctor says. Discover how you can manage your own energy to improve your health, vitality, and prosperity from Anastasia and her guests. Are you ready to live your best and most energized life ever? Here's your host, Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Scientific Healing, and I'm your host, Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. I know the power of vibrational healing. As I went from physicist to healer, healing both myself and hundreds of others. Get help from me with your free powerful healing audio at scientifichealer.com. I've brought a special guest today to further enhance your life and your health. I'd like to welcome the most interesting Dr. Gregory Brown to talk to you about a really huge and popular topic. That is weight loss. So many people are desperate to get lean. They diet but fail time after time to keep it off. They keep chasing the latest diet. But today, Dr. Gregory has devised a system to work through the issues that keep you in this yo-yo diet, this endless cycle, bring you to balance and independent of diet. I'm sure you'll be listening with wide open ears. Welcome to the show, Dr. Gregory. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Anastasia. I'm delighted to be here. I am so excited to get started on this show. So let's tell the listeners what your background is and what got you motivated to go on this divergent path from your main work. Well, I'm a psychiatrist. I'm board certified in both uh, general and forensic psychiatry, and I'm an associate professor of psychiatry at the University of Nevada School of Medicine. So I have a a pretty traditional background in that respect, and... um, Basically, as I was going through life, I was going through yo-yo diets myself. Every time I had a little bit of success, the weight would bounce back on, plus a few extra pounds. And I finally hit an all-time high after an Alaskan cruise in 2011 and was so thoroughly disgusted with myself at the time, I realized I needed to find something that was going to change the way I looked at food and myself or I was going to to really be headed down a a bad path in terms of health outcomes. And so I started looking at what was out there, didn't find a whole lot that was a coherent whole, so I started finding pieces and making them into a coherent whole so that, that there would be a program that I could follow myself and then hopefully be able to share it with others over time. Yes, and that's what's really missing is that they just throw, you know, eat this and eat it this way and here's the recipe and then they don't give you uh, the other tools. And I think that your background actually, um, what we don't realize many times is that the background that we've got is the exact toolbox that you need to, to construct this program. So what's something that all those diet books and programs are really missing? What, what, where are they failing, and why do they fail so often? Well, they fail because all of them assume that the people are going to go on the diet and simply stay on the diet. And they may have a paragraph or even a short chapter near the back of the book that says, by the way, this isn't just a short-term intervention. You have to change this into a lifestyle without any detail on how to do so. 
So people start their diet, and almost all of us have been excited about a new diet trend and excited to drop a few pounds. But then a few months into the diet or maybe a few weeks into the diet, there's some tempting food or something happens that changes our perspective, and that initial willpower that led us through the introductory phases of the diet fails us. We become overwhelmed with that failure, and then we just stop the diet and the weight comes back on. What's missing in each one of those books that I've read or looked at or tried to follow is what are the tools you need to change your relationship to food and what are the tools you need to basically take control over cravings, take control over food choice, and take some control over feelings of deprivation. Because as deprivation increases over time, the likelihood of your diet continuing to succeed goes down and down. Yeah, your mouth gets pretty bored on some of those. It's just yeah. like, you know, <laughs> meat salad, meat salad, and you're going, really, is that all there is? I mean, I need some something fun. I need a party in my mouth. <laughs> 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 exactly, and one thing I think one thing you know to do early on is to, is to make a short list of of foods that have led to diet failures in the past, and everyone's are different, of course. Many people, it's bread and and cake and sweets. For me, it was it it's corn chips and tortillas because I I love those things a lot. But if you can make a list of those foods that are most likely to break your diet or have broken your diet in the past, just sit down and kind of brainstorm about what substitutions you might be able to make that would give you the flavor, the satisfaction, and the delight of that food, whatever it is, that you might be able to substitute in and then not feel so deprived with your substitution as opposed to having nothing. So... Right, as so you're reprogramming, right? So you're yeah, I mean, an example for, for me in terms yeah. of just a simple substitution is flax soy chips from Trader Joe's taste just like corn chips, but they have far less um, carbohydrates and, and far less bad things in them. And so for an occasional treat, that is a nice substitution, and I never feel deprived when I when I make that substitution. So that's just one example of a good substitution. So you're basically reprogramming the mind. And there's something called epigenetics that as you reprogram the mind and you change your behaviors, your body actually incorporates them. Like the cells just incorporate them. It's just um, one of the approaches that I use to help people. So this is like this powerful one-two punch of, of first changing the behavior and then reprogramming the cells. So... Um, there was something else I wanted to comment on what you said, but so this is your, your really different approach. And there are lots of things like I found kale chips. I make my own kale chips at home and I just get kale. I spray it with a little olive oil and I sprinkle it with a little salt and throw it in the oven and bake it. And it's got the crunch and it's fun to eat. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> That's another awesome substitution. But one of the other things I think that's really key is to start looking at patterns that have developed over life in terms of what leads you to eat when you're not hungry. 
So if you tend to eat because you feel anxious or you feel angry or you feel upset or somebody insulted you at work or something, if you can identify that pattern, and there are some tools to do that, then you can start to reexamine those unconscious patterns from a perspective of adulthood instead of the automatic response that probably happened in childhood when you didn't have all of your conscious awareness available to bring to the problem. Oh, Often just really, bringing those yeah. patterns to light will give you some power over changing them because they won't be an automatic unconscious process anymore. Um, so in addition to food substitution, you also want to identify these emotional-type triggers or situations that would otherwise have led your diet to fail. Oh, exactly. And that sounds like the, the perfect approach to, to doing that is that your program is actually almost like a mini workshop. You know, you're going through and and actually doing exercises to figure this thing out. Because a lot of people just say, just tell me what to do and I'll do it and things will be all right. But it's never that simple. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Call them experiences because exercise is such a hateful word. But, but yes, there are some introspective experiences that really promote being able to identify some of those patterns for yourself um, in a way that is, is gentle and kind and, and hopefully is easy to do. But after identifying those patterns, then there are some other experiences that allow you to change their intensity weaken them and alter the outcomes from them yeah amazing amazing so uh let's see so i want to remind all of our listeners that you're listening to scientific healing with dr anastasia choplis and today our guest is the most fascinating dr gregory brown We'll be diving deeper into his process where you'll hear some things you can personally do to help you get the body of your dreams. What does your vivid life look like? What does it feel like to be living a vivid life every single day? How do you start? What's the first step for you personally to make the shift that you've been seeking? Find out now. Vivid Life. It's a happier, healthier, wealthier state of being. Get there today by following us on Facebook, Twitter, or subscribing to our free inspirations in your inbox at vividlife.me. Your health is your wealth. Your prosperity is tied directly into your personal energy and health. Are you ready for abundance? Dr. Anastasia Chopolis is the scientific healer, author, speaker, and teacher dedicated to helping you live your most energized and healthy life. Go to www.scientifichealer.com now and sign up for Anastasia's free powerful healing audio and weekly newsletter. Let's get you going with training, mentoring, and support to energize you to your healthiest and most abundant life. You're listening to Vivid Life Radio Talk Radio that connects you to the most current, optimistic, and inspiring conversations on the planet. Get ready to be catapulted into your happiest, healthiest, and wealthiest life ever. Go to vividlife.me. That's vividlife.me for details on our previous and upcoming conversations with the world's brightest minds, sharing their wisdom for happier, healthier, and wealthier lives. 
Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. You can discover more about scientific healing and the deceptively simple processes for helping you to get to your next level of health and success in your career and relationships at scientifichealer.com. Before the break, we were talking with Dr. Gregory Brown on New Mind, New Body, to end up happy, thin, and free. Let's get more specific to find out what you, the listeners, can do to stay lean for good. Welcome back, Dr. Gregory. I'm sure our listeners are really curious whether this process can actually work for themselves and whether it's even an issue for them. Can you describe a case or two that that you've helped treat that will give them a great example? Well, um, one person that I worked with, um, uh, delightful, delightful lady, uh, felt like she wanted to lose a little bit. She actually d- just took off with some of the basic ideas and began changing her inner dialogue in a really direct way so that um, when she needed to go to the gym, she started telling herself she was going to her spa instead of the gym. And um, she would make challenges for herself in terms of walking each day using um, a pedometer kind of device um, that would measure her steps. And so she made it into a game for herself. And in just a couple of months, she had lost two dress sizes. Um, And she just had never approached this kind of activity level in the same way before. And she started making even more of her stuff into sort of a mental game, changing her perspective and her frame, realizing that it wasn't all diet, it wasn't all exercise, but it was how she was viewing it that made all of the difference. And she's kept those dress sizes off now for well over a year, so um, it's unlikely that she's going to bounce back up at this point. Uh, so that would be one example of, of someone who, who had a lot of fun with the process. Well, I think that's really it for everything, that once you can make something into a really fun process, then it stops being a chore. Like a lot of people, they'll look at their their gut and they'll sit there and they'll think, oh, my God, all the work I have to do to get this thing off me again. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, this is true, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so as I'm saying this to myself, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But I I know that a lot of times there's like this energy that's keeping it there. And by taking it and turning it into fun, actually that that weight goes, oh, what am I doing here? I don't need to be here because life is fun. It's like a lot of that is is protection and it's safety. And it is even insecurity. And when you go into that fun space, you forget about going into that that insecure, unsafe um, space. So can are there any others like that's awesome? How old was this woman? Uh, she was in her uh, early sixties. Okay, so that's really an, a very important point that a lot of people, when a lot of women, especially in their late mid to late fifties to early sixties, pile on a lot of weight, and we don't know why it got there. Like I piled on fifty pounds. I have no idea how it got there. I was doing the same diet, the same exercise, but there must be something else in the process, in the mental process. So can you give the listeners a tip or two how they can get started right away to help with their weight before they get to your program? Well, sure. I I think there are probably two major characteristics that you want to look at. One of them is that um, 
you want to pick a diet that you're going to follow. I mean, this sounds like so simple, but um, as an example, I get, when people come to see me as a psychiatrist and I give them prescriptions, um, the next time they come in, I ask how they're doing on their medicine, and they say, not so good, and then I ask, have you taken it, and they say, no. And it's like, but not <laughs> following the medicine is certainly not going to be useful to you. Um, and, and in the same way, if you go and pick out a diet that you think sounds ideal because someone talked about it, but it doesn't match the foods that you're, you tend to like, then you're never going to follow it. So go into the bookstore and look in the diet section. Find a diet that matches what you like. Um, my wife, as an example, loves fruits and vegetables and rice, and so she would never survive on a low-carb diet. I'm the opposite. I like meat and cheese, and I can live without bread and all that other stuff. So I could never survive on a low-fat diet, and we both know it, so we both know what we need to eat. And so find something that's going to, you're going to be able to follow beyond the few-week time period that you're going to be enthused about starting it. The second thing is to start by making a list of motivating factors. And what they're going to look like in the beginning may be things like, my doctor told me to lose weight. I think it might be nice to lose weight. Um, my children said I would be healthier if I lose weight. Go back and rewrite each one of those goals using I statements. So it would be, I decided I want to lose weight. Uh, because I don't want to take blood pressure pills anymore, for example. So it, when you make that rewrite, you're beginning to own your goal instead of making it your doctor's goal. So that would be step one. Step two is go back and look at your goal and try to make the goal into some or the purpose into something that you're moving towards. So instead of I need to lose weight and want to lose weight because I don't want to take blood pressure medication, What's going to happen when you don't need your blood pressure medication anymore? Your purpose for staying healthy is gone. So you need to rewrite that to be something that is very future motivating to say, I want to lose weight because I want to maintain health, abundance, and vitality, something of that nature that really resonates for you. Because it's these purpose statements that you have that are going to help you get over those humps of deprivation that are going to start about two months into your diet. Um, what's going to keep you from eating that piece of cheesecake is I need to be healthy to see my grandchild graduate from college, not my doctor said I need to lose weight, right? So you need to have these purpose statements that give you your why of losing weight that are going to help you get through the hard times. And if you just pick a really good diet for you and you have some really awesome purpose statements, you're well on your way to getting started. That's awesome. There is so much incredible wisdom in everything you just said because a lot of people will just say, you know, everybody else wants them to do it. And I have, I have amongst some of the clients that come to me, they go through all of the motions, but they never get well because they're just going through the motions. They're not incorporating it into their heart, their spirit. And by, by saying the things that you just mentioned, they're taking it into their spirit and it gets incorporated into their body and their body goes, yeah, I really want to do this. I mean, for me, it's like, can you imagine only having one size in your closet? <laughs> you need half the house, right? 
<laughs> and then you know that anything you pick out of your closet and you put on, you look fabulous. And for those of us that get up on stage and talk in front of people, like like you and I both do, you get on stage and talk in front of people and you're talking about health and wellness <laughs> and you don't quite look the part. It feels kind of awkward, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> I, I so, think there's an I, – I sort of use the word incongruence, but I, I think there that when people are having struggles with weight loss and with many other things in life, it suggests that there's an incongruence between what your maybe conscious level of wish is versus unconscious patterns that have developed over a long time. Because many people will come in and say, I would like to lose weight, but the attempts that they've made in the past – have often fallen a little bit short, and um, beginning with this step of making your why statements and your purpose, it also, you may get some automatic thoughts while you do that, and those automatic thoughts are going to be great clues for you in terms of where you might get stuck or parts of that that you don't really believe. And those little things are not things to get upset about. Those are little pieces of total gold because this is the inner gold that's popping up a little bit from your unconscious and telling you where your unconscious beliefs are not matching your conscious purpose statement or your or your conscious goals. And when you get those little things, treat them like treasure because those pieces of information are the things that you can begin to change in yourself to get the conscious and the unconscious incongruence so they can work together towards your goal. That's that's also, you know, lots of gold wisdom, just absolutely beautiful wisdom. So let's tell everyone how they can find you so they can get started. Uh, the easiest way to find me is to go to the website, which is www.newmindnewbody.com. Um Everything uh, links off from there so that you can look at some of the different choices. You can also find the book independently at Amazon.com, just New Mind, New Body uh, by Gregory Brown. Awesome. And and is there like a prescribed set of weeks or you just get them rolling in the right direction and keep them going in the right direction? And, you know, what you said earlier about diet, every diet works but it has to be the right one for you and not to follow a fad, but something that's good for your own personal body chemistry, likes and dislikes and tastes. And everybody has this different chemistry. So, so I thought that was also awesome. I just wanted to highlight that, but, but just the, you know, the why and the driving force and to keep and keep motivated. Some people even carry motivation cards in their pocket to remind themselves or put a mirror on their refrigerator and they see their face coming (laughs) at it and going, Oh, I really don't want that. (laughs) So I know a few tricks too. I've been through it all. (laughs) Another really quick, I think essential tip is um, in our really fast-moving society is just to eat a little bit more slowly. Um, the, the, the chemicals released by your stomach lining to tell your brain that you have food in your stomach and you're starting to get full, at minimum take about 20 minutes to make that communication with your satiety centers in the brain 
So if you are gobbling down a, a fast food lunch in three minutes, so you can get back to work, you're still going to feel hungry even if your stomach is full. So if you can just slow down your chewing a little bit, take a little bit more time with eating, you will start to actually feel full um, eating less food. And I know that's hard in, in the universe that we live in sometimes, but it really is something that helps your body work more effectively in communicating to your brain that you're full. Yes, yeah, so that's all the time we have for today. And I'm sure people would love to continue this conversation with you. So thank you for listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Choplis and for our guest, Dr. Gregory Brown. And you can find him on newmindnewbody.com. And let's you and I connect. Go to Scientific Healer and sign up for your free powerful healing audio that allowed one of my clients to fire her psychiatrist because she felt so centered and balanced. Mark (laughs) your calendars so you can join us next week for another powerful conversation um, on Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Choplis, hosted on Vivid Life Radio. Thank you for listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Choplis. To feel and look younger and more energized today, go to www.scientifichealer.com and get your free powerful healing audio. Join us again next week for more expert guidance and practical tools to energize your life. Now, take a deep breath before you go about your day. What does your vivid life look like? What does it feel like to be living a vivid life every single day? How do you start? What's the first step for you personally to make the shift that you've been seeking? Find out now. Vivid Life. It's a happier, healthier, wealthier state of being. Get there today by following us on Facebook, Twitter, or subscribing to our free inspirations in your inbox at vividlife.me. Hey, it's Flo, and this is my impression of a politician. I believe in the people and their cars and progressive and the fact that you, yes, you can plug in Snapshot to save even more money for being a good driver. I also believe in Sasquatch, but more as a joke, but also kind of seriously. Safe drivers save with Snapshot from Progressive. I approve of this message, and Sasquatch, if you are real, you can totally be my running mate. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Snapshot not available in all states.